Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is called dun, da, da, Back to Reality. Back to Reality. This is for all those transitions in your life when you have to return, quote unquote, to the reality of your day in and day out life. Not that day in and day out life is miserable by any means, but we know these wonderful um, encapsulated pockets of time that are truly unique and magical. And, And usually they're when you go on vacation or have some experience and you're away from your daily life. And and in fact, that's when it typically happens because it is away from your daily life. And then you have to return to your reality. So we're returning from our magical two-week hike. And it's always, for me, um, bittersweet when something like this ends because it's been an incredible time with my family, with the experience of being outside, no matter what the weather, fresh air, new people, a new environment, and just doing something different, you know, than my daily life, really giving myself permission to unwind, disconnect, and and connect in a deeper level with my family. And so this experience is always beautiful to have. And coming back is I is wonderful because I get to see my animals and my house and my life. And I love my life at home as well. But I've also had the practice of being able to um, change, transition back to reality because I've, I travel a lot and I teach a lot of uh, retreats. And 
it is, and I've gone away and done immersion trainings and I've done enough going away and coming back that I have learned how to transition back. And so here are my tips for it. If you go somewhere, whether it's even like a week vacation and come back or something different, you know, uh, and you come back into your reality. And these are the tips that I have that have worked for me. And they, they really take, make that transitional time easier, maybe even a little shorter. And part of it, number one is embracing the change by, by almost mourning the morning, what you just were doing, like mourning the end of it. So I think just like any chapter in your life, and it could be a long chapter, it could be a very short chapter. One week is a short chapter of your life, but it's still significant. It impacted you. It was something you lived through and loved through and enjoyed. So two-week vacation the same way, a one-week retreat, yoga retreat, it can be profoundly transformative. It's simply because it's doing something different than you normally do and you gave your time, you gave yourself that time to do it. So I think the first thing to do is to mourn the ending of it. And allowing yourself to be sad about it is actually going to help you get over it more or quicker. By just like going, stuffing those feelings down and then just jumping back into the day in and day out, usually you'll feel like this heaviness for a while. And you're just, you're kind of like, oh man, I really love that vacation. Or I love that experience. And now look at this. And you're just slowly chipping it away instead of just let, giving yourself you know, a day or two, whatever it is, a week, some amount of time, not that you're sitting around just moping, but that you're allowing yourself to feel sad or bummed out or just, that was so wonderful. I'm really sad it's over. And it's just a morning. It's just a morning. And I think if we learn how to be okay with being sad about endings, then we can get over the sadness quicker. And I've seen this a lot with my daughter. You know, some people I think come into the world and they're, you know, I know everybody's wired a certain way and, and having two kids, it's very fascinating to see how they're wired differently, but they, they're raised the same by two parents. And we know that. And my daughter has always had a hard time with transitions. And one thing that I intuitively allowed her to do was really mourn the transition. So early on when she would be, you know, two years old, three years old, we'd be leaving one of our family events where we would all get together. My, my siblings and I, I have three brothers and all of our kids and our spouses and my parents, we would all get together every summer. And if we were one of the first to leave, didn't matter actually, it could be any order if we were the first to leave, but especially if we were one of the first to leave, I remember driving away from my brother's home and Olivia was about three. And she cried, three or four. I mean, she was young. She cried, I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to go back for about an hour. I mean, straight in a closed off vehicle. (laughs) So you're in a car, you're trapped there. And there's a screaming toddler saying, I want to go. And it, first of all, it like crushes every time she would do this. It would just like my heart would just be squeezed. Like it hurts so much to hear the pain. And then, of course, after a while, it like starts like it's like nails on a chalkboard. You're like, okay, stop. 
but I just allowed her to do that. And I, every once in a while, would turn around and put my hand on her and say, I know, I'm sorry. I know, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to take it away. Like, it's okay. We're going to see them again. Like, that at that moment would not have landed for her, but just allowing her to get it out, to just be sad. And, and she could do it in that very toddler-like way, extremely expressive. But ever since then, every everything that she's experienced, that she's loved, she's had some form of meltdown tantrum when it ended. And as time has gone on, she's she's collected herself differently. She'll go in her room and cry about it or she'll journal about it. So as, as she's gotten older, she's not doing the toddler screaming in the car thing. But it's because I think I allowed that to happen and I want her to, and we've talked about it and she, and we, and she knows like she is um, sensitive to transitions and they're really hard for her. And I always said, listen, just it, that's okay. That's who you are. And, and knowing that allowing yourself to mourn it, to be sad about it, because you've done that enough times now, you know, you're going to be okay right? You've, you've mourned it and you know that this is just one of those times that you will recover from and you'll remember fondly and you will love, but there'll be others in the future. And that's what I've started to tell her. And you know, now that she's had enough history of it, I mean, cause this happens with camps, this happens with, we go on um, some amazing adventure. It, it ha- It's happened. And now I can say, you know, that there's more of these to come in the future. As sad as you feel right now, you know you're you're going to have more of these, and she does. So, I've learned that from her, and I've learned that from parenting her, and allowing myself to feel it. I don't get on the floor screaming, but I I just give myself a day or two of being like, ah, oh, that was that was wonderful, and I'm sad it's done. I'm really I'm really sad it's done. So that's one way to reenter to come back to reality is just give yourself permission to mourn something that is past that you just went through. And then the second thing is to um, then start making your like kind of list your, you know, your internal list uh, of what is, what you're grateful for that you're returning to in your back to reality. So for me, it's a lot quicker for me to transition back because I've had the experience of doing it many times. And I'm always, sometimes by the time I get home, I'm ready for it. You know, I'm ready for back to reality. And it's, oh, I get to see my animals. I get to be in my own home. I get to cook my own food. I get to go to the studio and see people that I've missed. So I make this this internal list of all the things that I'm really grateful for, for returning to reality. And then the third thing you can do is if you're kind of mourning the first stage and then investigation of sorts of your second stage of, of what is what you're grateful for, kind of merging those two and thinking like, how can I in any way bring some of that experience into my daily life, into my reality? It's not going to be the same because it's different, but is there anything in that that I can bring. This is the third step, I would say. And I see this a lot with people coming back from retreats. They ha- they find a different self, a different me on a retreat. 
they become more relaxed, they're more easygoing about things. Something comes up for them usually that is different than the person they are back home. And so what I say is what part of that it that can can you blend into your reality? What can you bring back with it? So for me, like when I from a hike, what I'll bring back is I do need to have an off button. I do need to look up and look around and have a big exhale and take in my, you know, take in my landscape more, so to speak, in my daily life. And so that's something that I'll pull from this experience. And at least if I do it for a while, it'll start becoming more of a habit. And then it will be that that is a little token from that experience, that hiking experience for me. And this could be from a vacation. If you can take one little token that you start to incorporate in your back to reality that helps you have this cellular memory of that experience, but also has some transformative power and help you kind of merge these two worlds of transcending reality or not being in reality and then being back to reality so that your reality is really more more lovely and more more you so that is those are my three big kind of keys for for coming back to reality and the tips that i would offer you and i hope they help and thank you for supporting us on this hike we are merging back to reality and very happy to be in it with you so sending you lots of hugs pulling for you every day practice with me so we can connect and just enjoy the reality of our daily lives together. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.